Welcome to the live stream, everybody. Uh, the Train Like a Ranger Live, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and military prep. So hit us with your questions if you got them. Jay, how are you doing? Good, just trying to fix my little tripod thing. <clears throat> I was just going to tell him before we started the stream, he posted a meme the other day, and it was the one where you talked about like how good you eat during the day. <laughs> and, then, yeah, and, I, and that... I just felt so attacked because that's me. Like I will test the cruise through, and then I'm like, it's 9:30. I'm chilling. I'm kind of getting ready into going to bed mode and watching some TV. And I'm like, man, I could really use a snack. Then I just dude, keep going downstairs. Oh man, it's terrible. That's what happens, dude. Um, <clears throat> Ethan says number one fan. What's up, Ethan? That's uh, that's our boy. You know, Ethan. Um, and see, so cool bunch of bunch of cool <clears throat> bunch of good followers in here, dude. Welcome to the live stream, guys. So, uh, what's new with you, Tony? You got a oh, you know, I've just on? been working. What's what? What about you? What have you been doing? Uh, <clears throat> dude, a lot of work actually, and that's that brings me to a good point. Um, I just uh, I got the filming done for the new ads uh, program. So that is coming out soon. We're going to splice the videos together. I should have, uh, should have some of that done tonight, should wrap it up tomorrow and then look to upload those. And, and then uh, we're working on a couple other things that we're going to get He's together. got to Photoshop so the abs on. <laughs> right. Right. A lot of CGI, dude. Um, so we'll get that uh, abs program should be live next week. So that's a exciting news for those guys. No, it's going to be live next week. I refuse to let you say it should be. It definitely it will be live next week. Dude, I'm just <clears> over <throat> We know we'll probably have it out by Monday. Um, Ideally, with yeah. The way things are going, yeah. So I don't want to overpromise, underdeliver, but I'm pretty sure Monday we're going to have that ready. So Mufasta says, I know for sure they don't do. Any classes? That, okay, I missed something. I missed a question, I think. Wow. No, I didn't. This I is didn't. what happens. He goes on vacation, takes a week off. Can't even read now. <laughs> I know for sure they don't do any classes during the summer. But do you know when RASP classes start? Um. So, I want to say... I want to say it's like late August. I think they do their first class up after the summer, maybe late July. I cannot remember. I was there, unfortunately, during the break. <clears throat> uh, that was the break between my two classes after I had gotten med dropped or med recycled, I guess is the more appropriate term. Um, but yeah, I want to say it stopped because it's you. Our class was the last class before the break. Then I want to say it started up in like August. It's not like a crazy, crazy long break. No, yeah, I, I didn't think it was long because I remember seeing I went to a RTO course and I believe I believe I remember seeing guys coming into the next class before I got out of that RTO course. Oh, no. No way. Really? Is it longer? It's definitely longer than three weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, because I think the last class ends in like June and then I think it's like either like mid-August maybe. There's only, it's only like a month and a half to two months-ish time frame of oh, two months that would be uh i don't know that's kind of long when you're in uh limbo but uh but so i don't know i wasn't necessarily in limbo because i was i had made it to phase two so i had technically passed all my critical events like it, the old way it was the first three weeks you were pretty much good to go as long as you passed pt test at the very end um you were pretty much done with your critical events by that point that didn't mean you could just slack off but i had already passed all like the things that people are afraid to fail um, so I wasn't as nervous as some of the guys who like got dropped in cold range and like didn't actually complete everything that they needed to do. Um, and it wasn't actually so bad. I kind of knew the ropes at that point. <clears throat> yeah. Um, let's see. Connor says, Hey, Daniel hitting the leg day right now. Got a lot better at squats from last week. That's awesome. That is awesome, man. Glad to hear it. Um, <clears throat> How's YouTube looking? Um, 
Sorry, it's Axe. I got to read this comment beforehand. So let's make sure he doesn't. Um, it says, hey, Dan, and I'm going to skip that part. And Jay was wondering if you could talk about the pros and cons of doing your own thing and training people. Also, both to assume Daniel could even read. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> I'll let you talk about that, Danny. Pros and cons of um, kind of doing your own thing and, and training people on like your business, your whole job now. Pros and cons. I'm trying to understand the question. Pros yeah, I, I think it means he's asking like, what are pros and cons of of running an online fitness company and helping people and training, but doing your own thing instead of doing it at like a gym or um, like affiliated oh, yeah, with yeah, a company. Yeah, yeah. I told That's you actually, he's he's a little slow today, guys. He just got back. You know, he's kind of. You know, he took that jab about the reading, but he might be right. Dude. <laughs> um, you know, uh, there's there is pros and cons to being online. Um, when you're online, you're very, um, you're exposing yourself to a lot more people, which is great. And in the same coin, um, there's more responsibility to that. Uh, as far as being online, it is, uh, it's pretty cool, con convenient in a lot of ways to be able to reach out to people rapidly. Uh, I would say wide coverage is a lot more relevant and online, but uh, something that I like about in-person training is the personal development. So that was cool. You know, whenever I was a, I was a personal trainer for years, you know, I work with clients for, I mean, some of my clients I've worked with for three years, you know, and, and I got to see their progression over time. So, uh, one girl lost a bunch of weight, like a bunch, a bunch of weight. And, uh, I saw her transform as a human being from having trouble getting up the stairs to, you know, now we're doing, you know, intense core workouts, we're doing cardio and, um, you know, I also trained uh, seniors, so older clients, and I saw them go from um, kind of not being very mobile to being very mobile. And, and it's just cool to see people transform. You're you're impacting people's lives in a very cool way. So that's what's cool about in-person. But online, we still get that feedback. Um, I think what's cool is, again, the the scope that we can have, so the amount of people we can reach. Um, so, yeah, I would say... Pros and cons, you know, uh, online has been a learning curve, but it's 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 pretty cool in its own ways. Yeah, I mean, online is definitely a learning curve. I mean, we were 13 Foxes, so we were like one step above like intelligence level of like job skills as an infantryman. Like we were just infantrymen that also had like a radio that we had to use. So learning all of this computer stuff is definitely been a lot of like self-teaching and things like that <clears throat> that's definitely oh, that's been tough sure. and then you can obviously see how we do these lives and the videos and we kind of try to bridge a little bit of that gap from the online to in person and try to be a, a little bit more personable with a little bit more involvement <clears throat> yeah and i think this the struggle too is the ideas are always there um you know it's just the delivery figuring out how to deliver it online because online it's very much what you what people see is what is the is the perception. So trying to find a way to make it as presentable as possible and optimal as possible is very important whenever it comes to <clears throat> presenting content online. So that's something that we try to focus on and improve on. So it is a learning curve for sure. Um, he says that is also been good for that girl and losing all that weight and taking both literal and figurative steps. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Went from, I was going to say, went from uh, struggling up the stairs to pretty much like she could sprint up the stairs, you know? So it is cool. It was a very cool transformation. All right. AC28 says, my dad works with a lot of former soft guys via the government. <clears throat> he says lots of them have terrible sleep issues as well as their bodies being destroyed. They also have pretty bad PTSD. Most were 85 to 05. Are there... Are those issues fixed now or ways to better prevent things like this from happening? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, the I mean, even just in the last two decades, um, the VA and, and all of that stuff has come a long, long way. Uh, there is a, so much more put into the army to help people stay healthy and fit like as much as we would complain about doing pt they have the warm-ups and the cool downs and the stretching you know like when you're 19 and you're running a 31 minute five mile and just going all the time you're like i don't need to warm up and cool down okay like let's just go run let's just go do pt 
now as you get older like me for example like i have to stretch and cool down or else i'm gonna like not be able to get out of bed in the morning like i'm just gonna be so tight so all of the money they put into to learning how to do the warm-ups the cool downs how to do proper pt they have things in place to help with uh, mental health it's a little bit easier to get help while you're in and it's a lot easier to get help when you're out yeah it's less of a stigma um you know you'll you'll hear a lot of old school guys talk about you know, it's the same story over time, talking about how the next generation didn't have it as hard as, as they did. And um, I would say, I would say in a lot of ways, uh, we are improving, I think, as far as the resources we provide. So um, while it may not be, some of the things may not be as rigorous or, or so in some ways, there is a lot of improvement in others. So um I just think that's that's uh, we're going in a in a good direction in a lot of areas. Uh, yeah, and it's a lot easier to get help and care and stuff through the VA after you get out. Mm-hmm. Whereas you you'll see guys like I see guys at the VA, older guys, and like they have not had good care. Like it's it was it had been bad, but it's getting a lot better. Well, yeah, they they have. I mean. Vietnam vets, they had a rough time. They didn't have the benefits like we do today. And um, a lot of those guys were kind of just shoot up and spit out. And um, it's good to see, it's good to see them taking those guys in and trying to take care of those guys, you know, reconcile for that. But um, definitely good for the guys now who have all these benefits and things um, because that is something that did not really exist before. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, it's better even like i said in the past two decades like there was a lot of issues with the va uh in the 2000s but it's it's pretty good i mean i go to the va uh, there's one really close to where i live and it's pretty good i mean i'm it's fine i have issues with going to the doctor in general but the va does a good job yeah do you you want me to go or Sure, if you got one. <clears throat> um, did you guys ever have to take stuff like caffeine pills or things to help you stay awake? The people my dad work with say most problems stem from those. Um, yeah, honestly, if I should have just taken caffeine pills, caffeine pills aren't so bad for you. It's the it's the energy drinks that I was drinking that probably got the best of me. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I mean, there's gonna be times where you're up for a long time and like you need to stay up for a long time, so. Like sometimes you do need to have some kind of stimulant like like caffeine. But honestly, caffeine pills is like a much better option than than a monster or even especially the bangs. Those things are those things are terrible for you. Yeah, bangs are uh, hardcore. Yeah. Um so yeah, realistically you will have to use caffeine. I mean, some guys use nicotine and things like that. Um but if you're if you're being smart about it, I mean you're not going to have issues uh, long term. Like, I don't have any issues with caffeine um, or from drinking any drinks. I know some people do, but I I wasn't as bad. I kind of regulated it myself while I was in. Um, so as long as you're being smart about it and not overdoing it um, when you don't need to, especially like when you're sitting in the office at work and you're just, you know, crushing two monsters to sit around. Um, you just you, you only need to use those stimulants when you need them. Uh, and like I recommend caffeine pills, which is just caffeine is a lot better of an option. Yeah, you'll feel better and perform better overall. You may not think it matters, but I promise it matters. Um, so uh, let's see. I, we got a, yeah, got a real world question. <clears throat> says, what do y'all think about what's going on over in Europe and things? Um, I'll let you start if you want to touch that. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, there's always something every, every year. It's something somewhere doing something. Uh, I try not to get too uh, in the weeds about it until things are actually happening. Obviously, I mean that you only get so much information from the news. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this has happened before. Um, so until something extra different changes, I'm just going to keep, obviously keep my eyes on it, but I'm not going to stress about it. Sure. Um, Oh, I did get a question here. Colton says, I have a jujitsu tournament next weekend. How should I taper training leading up to the tournament? Um, That's a good question. So 
the way that I wrote my jujitsu program, I'll kind of give you guys an insight into that. But uh, the concept is you kind of tier your training as you lead up to it. So at this point, uh, let's see, what, what do you say? Week? Next weekend. So um, you don't want to be doing any heavy lifting or anything like that. I would I would steer away from, you know, probably lifting in general with, uh, especially in your last week. Um, you can do some body weight stuff, but I, is in your last week, I would keep things pretty technical. You can do a couple of, um, I mean, you can do your rolls and stuff at the gym, but I would even say, like for me personally, like if I had a tournament Saturday, I would roll hard maybe Monday, Tuesday, more technical Wednesday, Thursday, and Fridays off. Um, some people even take that whole week where they're just completely technical. Uh, the week before, usually pretty intensive as far as like the sports specific training. Um, and then weeks before that, maybe I'm lifting, I'm sprinting, I'm doing all that stuff to condition my body. So, you know, I'd say lift, sprint, all that stuff for a few weeks, a few weeks out. And then once you get to your last two weeks, the week before, keep it more sports specific. And then the week of, I mean, that's more technique, technique and um, mental mapping and, um, you know, just obviously keeping your diet right and stuff, but stretching light stuff. Um, and then go hard whenever it's tournament time. That's that's how how I do it. Nope. Squats, deadlifts, no, good mornings, morning, morning of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do ten by tens morning of. Um, uh, especially, yeah. Keep in mind too. I mean, it's not good, but like obviously when you're trying to make weight and stuff like that, you don't want to be stressing your body out too much extra too. <clears throat> I actually, I, um, I have questions, but I, I read this, um, whole thing the other day about, um, Hugh Jackman and Wolverine. And he would actually, he actually had to spend some time in the ER because for a lot of the shots, what they do is they have him not drink water for like a day and a half, two days. So he's just like has no water weight, so it's just like vascular and just like shredded. shredded. So like when you see some of those pics or some of those things when they're happening, he said, "Yeah, he's like, you know, it's at three or four days you start needing to go to the hospital because your organs are failing." He's like, "At about two days, they say, okay, ready, we're ready to roll, shoot." And how he just like to make them look super shredded, so terrible yeah. for your body. Oh yeah, that can't be good. <clears throat> I was stunned. Also it makes me feel a little bit better that Hugh Jackman doesn't just look like that, you know. That helps me a little bit, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was wondering. Um, it makes me feel a little bit better about myself. Yeah, some guys put themselves through some nasty weight cuts, dude. I um uh, I don't know. I'm I had a guy tell me one time, he's like, dude, you could probably cut down 20 pounds. And I said, from this, dude. Uh, he said, and you I'll said pass. at least 40, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll pass, dude. Um, yeah. So, especially for you guys that are doing it, hardcore. not like you're not a professional fighter. You know what I mean? You go to tournaments. It's it's a more than, I guess I would say, a little more than a hobby. It's like a sport you compete in. But you also have to be like happy as a person. Even boxers and stuff in MMA fighters, they fight, but it takes them so long to get trained up because they don't do that all the time. So it's just tough. You're cutting all that weight and like rebounding your body like that is not good. Yeah, it takes a toll. I keep going on my son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, where X says bang is liquid cancer. Yes. Uh, it is not. It is not good. I don't. I'm getting back on the bank train. I don't understand how people just drink those in like an office and go to work. I have no concept for how people do that. I, I think people legitimately don't know how much caffeine's in that. That's like almost all your daily recommended. It's like a pre workout. It would be like yeah. me taking a pre workout and then sitting at my desk doing work. I don't know how people do that. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm not feeling like I want to go to the gym, I take pre-workout because then I have to go to the gym because I can't just not use that up. We're going to get sued by paying for <laughs> slander, dude. Um, but yeah, I, it is. A, it's it probably a makes people want it more. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, don't tell me. Like, this must be good. They are good. I used to, I used to uh, drink the cotton candy one uh, back when I didn't regulate my caffeine, dude. For Mister Four Monsters a day. And I've had one bang my whole life. I'll never have another one. Uh, they're good, I, but if you guys drink them, I would, I would say drink half and then like throw the rest the other out. Half. No, throw the rest. You can drink out. it later. <laughs> yeah, maybe later. Oh, well, when it's flat, gross. <laughs> Because you can have 400 milligrams a day, but they say like no more than 200 in a sitting. So just keep that in mind. This it's a lot of caffeine in one sitting. Um, AC AC 28 says, what are the top five things you tell someone looking to enlist to stay away from? We'll do four. We'll each do two. Um, <clears throat> tell me first. Yeah, you you first. Hmm. Uh, what to stay away from? I would say. Stay away from not having a plan when you go out to drink. You know, uh, that's more of. No. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Um, that gets a lot of people in, in, uh, in their military career. So that's one thing. Um, what does stay away from? Now, as far as enlisting, I'm trying to think, dude, put me on the spot. That's what these are. Yeah, mostly. That's what being live is on the spot. That is, that is true. Um, stay away from negative negativity. All right. Uh, I would say surround yourself with uh, as much positive people and positive uh, intentions as you can, because it's easy to get sucked in the negative stuff. Um. Yeah. So. Five things I tell someone looking to enlist to stay away from. Um, I'll take that literally. I'll take the quiz. So <clears throat> any like super, super pushy, shady recruiter, um, it's you have the every right to just go somewhere else. Just yeah. go to a different recruiting station. I know if you, if you, especially if you live in a city, even like a, anything that's you know bigger than super rural, like obviously if you live on a farm, you're probably only going to have one recruiting station sort of close to you. But if you live in a city, there's a billion just go to a different recruiter if you don't if even if you think they're telling you something wrong they may not be but it's you have every right to just go somewhere else yeah because some guys will work harder for you anyways so if you're not getting the result you want don't don't go enlist for for somebody else don't don't set yourself on fire to keep a stranger warm you know what i mean i would say make sure you get the job you want and and um you know if, if the guy's not doing a job, he, he's initially he's working for you. Once the army has you, uh, you're definitely going to be working for the army. Yeah. So make sure you get it on your terms. Um, yeah. And like, like I said, my, my recruiter was a 13 Fox. So like he told me about the option 40 and how cool it would be. That's a really good track. So he like really helped me out because he really wanted me to do that. Um, so that I think helped my transition to the army a little bit. And, um, Listen, this is a kind of a weird one. Just stay away. If when you go to basic, um, like just really, you just got to keep your head down and go through. Like you can make a couple friends there, but a lot of those people aren't going to be following on with you. There's only so much you can keep in touch with people. Um, like we know a ton of people that got in trouble, like trying to talk to girls, um, when they went on Christmas block leave, like doing something stupid, uh, doing drugs or getting in trouble, drinking and driving, like just keep your head down. Like you'll have more than enough time when you get to your units to, to branch out and like have a little bit of fun when you're in training, just focus on the training. Um, everything you learn, everything you retain is going to make your life a whole lot easier at regiment and give you a lot more time and a more, most likely a more fun place to go out and enjoy yourself. <clears throat> yeah. That's a good point, especially for, um, just depends on what frame of mind you're in. Cause you know, I was, I was very young whenever I was going through. So a lot of times I was just trying to get through, certain stages where uh if i would have took more in retained it it would help me a lot more initially um so that's something i mean really really understand what they're teaching you is all going to be relevant make sure you're actually retaining that knowledge because the more you know the better off you're going to be whenever you get to your unit i think that was four two for each i just thought of the you the more you know like shooting star rainbow thing (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you said the more you know, the more you know. Maldito says studs. What's up, man? Appreciate that. I appreciate that. 
If you missed any questions, are you sure you haven't missed any? I feel like sometimes gotta be you know gotta watch it oh dalton signed his 11x option 40 yesterday congrats dalton oh awesome needed to see that let me scroll up make sure instagram's a little sleepier today dude okay um oh man i hope i don't mess this name up i'll just try to say the first one is it faisal 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 uh can you guys share any funny or noteworthy hazing stories from your time in um, either is something that happened to you or something you saw happen to somebody else. Um, there's no hazing in the army, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. What? Hazing? I don't even know what the word that means. What does that mean? Um, uh, I'll tell, I've told this story before. Um, uh, yeah, this one is safe. So I was, we were at work one day at the company and I had stayed back from a training thing. I was on a detail. I had to do something else. Like I had to go do something or I was working with something else, uh, doing a different training. And I got told to, to go home for the day. And I went to the defect and the defect. Um, I don't know if it's been rebuilt, but it was just like a brick building. What I had to imagine was lined with lead. Like I had no service inside the defect and I was eating and like the defect is only open for mealtimes. And I'm eating and I was in there for like maybe 15 minutes and I get out and the NCO that had released me had called me like three times and then left me a message. And I was like, well, I guess I guess my evening, you know, it can be a good time. And um, he told me in on my voicemail <laughs> to do pushups. So he he told me that I had to do pushups on on my voicemail. And I don't know if he thought if he was just really angry and, and thought that, that I was going to do him. But like, I don't care how good of a soldier you are. If someone tells you to do pushups in your voicemail and you're like at the defect, like you're not going to stop and do pushups somewhere. Um, and I didn't even know what to say back. And a couple of my buddies said, oh, just tell him you did him. I was like, I, no, he has to know that I would be a lie. Um, yeah, I called him back. He was not happy with me. Um, but yeah, that's as as dark as I'm gonna get with a funny hazing story, <clears throat> Daniel. Oh, dude, damn you! You had yours over voicemail. Um, so one of the stories <laughs> I like to tell is uh, we were at we were at a range one time, and I can't tell you guys a lot of stories for PR reasons, but um, <laughs> I shouldn't tell this one. But <laughs> that's why I, that's that one's makes, safe and kind of funny, so I keep that oh, one loaded. Man, this one just makes me look bad. But uh, at a team leader, he was just like, he's like, put this, put this tinfoil on your head. I was like putting tinfoil on my head, crumpling it up, putting my helmet on top. He's like, that's so Obama can't read your thoughts. I was like, all right, roger that. And then they just were smoking us all day. I carried um, uh, Brian around. I'll use his first name. Carried Josie around um, in full Oof. kit. Yeah. Uh, they just had us doing buddy carries and burpees and I mean, it lasted forever. But all the, all this time I'm wearing this tinfoil under my helmet. It's just like trapping it all in, dude. Um, it was just a real, it was a real clown show and more things happened that I can't share, but yeah. Um, so... But, but uh, you guys will find out. <clears throat> find out. Um, Lance says, should I take a gap a year before enlisting? I have some hip and shoulder injuries. Um, should I go to college first or after? Um, ALR have a GI bill. I don't know what that means. Maybe he's saying already have a GI bill. Maybe, I guess you can inherit those, right? From uh, yeah, yeah, you okay. can. Okay. Um, yeah, so you you can i i just it depends on the severity of your injuries i would definitely something i would clear with a medical professional but you know it depends on the severity of your injuries but to me somebody said this to me one time um i was looking at schools i was looking at going for an associate's degree and then i talked about doing a bridge program into something else and they said why don't you just go get your bachelor's like uh because if you don't do it now then you're probably not going to do it 
And I thought about that. I was like, yeah, it's true. Cause what happens is you go on this other path for a while and then it may take off in a different direction, which is fine too. Um, but if your heart is set on the military or enlisting, you may consider it doing it as soon as you're able, because, um, you never know where the wind's going to take you. Uh, yeah. I mean, it depends too, if you want to go in as enlisted or if you want to be an officer. Um, that's true. So if you want to go to college and then join, do ROTC, go in as an officer, um, There's a lot of options. It really is a, a personal preference. I actually, I made someone ask me um, on the DMs about if you would go in as an officer enlisted. And I think my recommendation is if you're going to do a really, really long career, I would recommend going officer. If you're going to do a shorter career, I would recommend going enlisted because... I know people joke about officers not doing all the stuff, but like even as an enlisted, like you, you rank yourself out of doing all the stuff and it's, it doesn't take that long. Honestly. Um, I mean, as a 13 Fox, for example, you're an E six, you're a team chief. Like, you know, you don't do stuff. You're just at way, like you're higher up doing stuff on a map. Like you're not in anything. So if you're going to stay in for a long time, I think your career track would be a lot better as an officer. Uh, if you're going to do like a shorter, you know, four to 10 years, I think enlisted is probably the way to go, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. Um, so I guess being officers a bit more sustainable as well on your body. Yeah. And, and not to mention financially, you know, oh, if you're yeah. interested in that, so. uh, which you all should. And that's how you live with money. So. Yeah. Um, Lance says, Elevate your feet. Yep. You hear that. Hear uh, some of that for sure. <laughs> Axe says, what do you guys like more? Speed and agility or strength and power training? Like running versus lifting. L- lifting. I hate running. I absolutely despise it. <clears throat> I like lifting, but uh, I also do sprints too, which I, I don't necessarily enjoy sprints, but I enjoy the way I feel afterward. Yeah. No, I'm so, talking about the actual activity. No. Lifting yeah. over running. Yeah, lifting is definitely more enjoyable during, you know. Yeah. Uh, Chris wants to see feet. Um, for sure, dude. Uh, well, check the OnlyFans. Mooncake Giggity says, yeah, no hazing, just corrective action. What's right. That? Corrective action. Exactly. Axe says he's heading out. He says, love you guys. Keep up the great content. Dan, keep up with the memes. Okay, for- I send him half those memes, all right? I find a lot of those memes, all right? I did make the Boone's Dog Saints meme. Yeah, uh, I mean, he, yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, to, you know, a little bit of credit coming my way would be nice sometimes, I, you know? A little bit of appreciation, you know? That's all I'm saying. I am the meme master, though. I mean, I would say. No, you, just because you are a meme doesn't mean you're the meme master, Daniel. Now, listen, dude. When I started... Uh, this this place was a meme page, so uh, I could I could have took over the whole meme uh meme world, dude. I don't think you don't even sound like you know what you're talking about. Them. Yeah, so I'm just gonna. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, consistent shooting. By the way, I saw uh you did a collaboration with uh, Gamut Resolutions. Um, that was awesome. By the way, so uh, great course I took with uh, consistent shootings, Chris. Um. Did a podcast together, took a great course with him. And uh and yeah, pretty cool. Alan says your memes are bad and you should feel bad. I do I do now, Alan. That hurts too. Um I'm really good about it, dude. So uh Josh next is actually a good question. Um, how do you slowly build up for running without causing injury? Especially as an overweight guy currently losing weight, should I start off walking? Uh, this is a really good question. Actually, I don't know why this has come up recently in my life. Um, I'd recommend that you do some like low impact cardio, such as like swimming, you know, uh, even like ellipticals, things like that to kind of reduce the pressure and reduce the impact on your legs as you kind of lose a little bit of weight and get back into it to get your bones a little stronger. Um, so yeah, the pool is honestly probably your best bet and you'll burn about a trillion calories in the pool. Um, I like, I don't love swimming, but swimming is such a good workout. Yeah. And here's another one, uh, low impact machines, elliptical bicycle, 
uh, things like that, that's going to be your bread and butter. Get in there, um, get some work in. The thing is, you want to get your heart rate up. See, walking, you're not really getting your heart rate up very high. You want to get that heart rate up. And and if you are a little heavier, you want to reduce impact on your joints. So until you lose some weight, then you increase that impact and work your way up to the running. Um, you can even, you know, as you get more uh, geared up for it, do a little bit of running and then mix in the low impact stuff um, by the day. So get on a bike, um, whether it be at the gym or a real bike, get on the elliptical, get some work there. Uh, and then like James says, you can get in the pool, do some work in the pool, but make sure you're getting the heart rate up. That's, that's really where you're going to make the gains. All right. Brock T says, is asthma at a very young age or a bone break in sixth grade, a disqualifier at MEPS? Um, the asthma can be, it just depends. Um, that's one of those like not black and white ones. Um, but bone break is not an issue. Depends on the severity of the asthma. And I also think, uh, depending on the severity, I, I knew guys with asthma. I think they, they were limited on maybe certain jobs or things. Um, but that's a good question for a recruiter. It is a good question for a recruiter. Yeah. Asthma. That's just one of those. That's like I said, there's like shades of gray on that one. So like sometimes it's fine. Sometimes it's not. So it just depends. Uh, Christian Baldera says, Hey guys, I recently, recently developed perf piriformis syndrome and was wondering, should one keep working out through the pain and stretch before slash after, or just wait a couple of days stretching till it goes away. It was like a lot for me to read for the first time. Yeah. Um, um I'm getting more familiar on that. <clears throat> we do I will say this up front we do shy away from giving too much like medical advice <clears throat> yeah we always point you guys when it comes to injury uh, stuff we point you guys to medical professionals physical therapists um, things like that um, so you know just looking at some things here they talk about reducing inflammation and things uh, there are stretches um myofascial release like you know maybe uh maybe you can massage things and stuff but um i would say you can do you can still work out other things still be active but try to avoid anything that's uh aggravating that but also also before you follow that just make sure you check with a medical professional um before you get into activity so always clear that first but i think you could probably work around um this but again check with somebody yeah um yeah because like i have i had some si joint issues um this past like two months i had to take a little bit of a break and then i had to rest it and then i had to move into i wasn't doing squats or deadlifts i was just doing like my normal lifts trying to keep the strain off my <clears throat> hip uh, Edmund Dantes says, good evening. What do you guys think about the MEPS Genesis program starting this month where they can see your med records when you enlist? Great job. And thanks for the live chat. So, uh, Edmund, are you saying that they're allowed to look at your medical records as a whole or is, are you just talking about the prescription thing? Uh, cause the, if they could look at all your medical records, that seems even more illegal than I thought the other thing was. But uh, like I did say though, um, it is a volunteer army. They don't have to take anybody if they don't want to. Sure. So there's, it, you know, sometimes you got to sign up for things, you know, I mean, everybody, we always joked about the, when you're going through the in-processing and getting started at basic, you just get half a million shots, like needles just all day, every day for the first like three days. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> That's what I was saying earlier too, is, is once you sign that line, I mean, it's, it's, it's their show. So, um, it is very much a different, uh, different lifestyle. So that's why we say, make sure you got it in your contract, how you want it initially. Uh, Josh Nick says, does the quality of your diet have a big effect on performance or do only your macro calories matter? Great question. So 
there's a bunch of different beliefs on macros. Um, you know, some people will demonize one macronutrient, emphasize another. Um, there is some validity to a lot of those ideas, but I think what's most important is getting your food sources from whole food sources, real food sources, stay away from overly processed foods, um, refined sugars, refined carbohydrates, um, stay away from just crappy foods, things that typically come in a package, right? Like potato chips and things like that. Uh, Oreos. Kind of you, Oreos. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, definitely want to be eating whole food sources. So yeah, you can look into different concepts of macronutrients, uh, figure out what works for you. Um, I want to add some more things to the nutrition page as far as different macronutrient ideas, but in our nutrition programs, we have some pretty solid splits as well uh, that you guys may consider. So I will be looking forward to providing more information on that. Uh, short answer. Yeah. I mean, your diet has a huge um, yes, impact sorry, on yes. performance and the quality of your diet, like macros and calories, like I said, are important, but obviously staying away from like those trans or fats and all of that processed things and stuff. You want to stay away from that as much as you can. That's right. And yeah, doubling down, I would say whenever you're looking to get in shape, it's 80% the food you eat and 20% training. Now you can't have one without the other, but the diet portion is so huge. You can't outrun the fork is something I used to always say. So um, you could be doing all the right things in training, but if you're eating bad, you're not taking in the right stuff, you're still going to go in a direction you don't like. Um, okay, my turn, right? So it says, how long does it usually take to get tabbed? Uh, so this is a regiment question. How long does it take to, to get a, um, a chance at Ranger School? Uh, and from there, team leader, squad leader. Uh, this is a good one, Lance. So um, I actually had a podcast where we talk a little bit about this, but it, it varies. So um, that one will post next week, but it varies. Um, it's a, it very much a competition whenever you go to get your slot for Ranger School anyway. First, you have to be – you're competing within your – team you're competing within your company you uh, so your your leadership wants to has to want to send you and then you have to compete with other people in the company for slots and then so that can take time i know guys who um who did a career that never got a chance to go some guys go right away um it's just it's uh it's kind of tricky yeah it's uh, we've talked about it a couple of times um it's a you, when you show up to regiment like it's competition like you're competing every day so yeah. you'll get a slot in a position and a promotion faster if you're better than the people around you yeah um so to i mean the long and short of it is it could be from your time of arriving there could be you know i've seen it in as short as one year and i've seen it take you know years and years for each each one of those so i mean it just it's it's tough to say. Yeah, there are some mitigating circumstances, injuries, uh, yeah. training, uh, if they need you for things. So it, it all depends. I mean, it's, it's there are some mitigating circumstances here and there. But short answer is the better you are, the faster you'll go. Yep. Um, uh, Josh Nick says, I've seen that a lot of guys get hurt at selection. Is there anything I can do now to prevent injury or is it mostly luck? Um, no, it's not luck at all. I mean... Okay, you can't have bad luck and break something and or tear something, you know, and be unlucky. But for the most part, um, if you train and you prepare your body, you'll have a less chance of getting injured. Yeah. Um, Shelton says, favorite MRE. It's a good question. Oh man, favorite MRE. It's it. There's a couple of those that are in there. Chili Max definitely up there. Um. There's one though that had the brownie, dude. Help me out. Like, That's what I was enjoy. just thinking of. I was actually I couldn't think of meals. I was thinking of like the extras that I liked, like the spiced apples, the main. So my favorite, I, I can't even remember which MRE it was because I had field stripped it. Um, but mango peach applesauce is my favorite thing to get from an MRE. So we were doing this, um, we were doing this training event one time and. Um, it was awful. So we were pretty much told we were going to drop in, bing, bang, boom, no big deal, three hours. Easy peasy. 
if we <laughs> so first of all this jump is awful we jump down and it's in georgia and we just we land in swamp so like radios are down people are soaked guys are tangled in trees getting drugged by the water um and it's so wet and like humid that there's just so much foliage towards like bushwhacking like guys up front in the squads are like got machetes like cutting through we're out there for like nine hours i didn't prepare myself to be out there for nine hours i thought three hours no big deal so i was i was struggling a little bit and i just reached into my ruck and i grabbed this mango peach applesauce and i grabbed my knife and i just cut the top open and i just i just shot it essentially down my throat and revived me revived me i mean i was this close to just probably passing out like i was going to be a heat casualty and um it saved my life i i firmly believe that it saved my life <laughs> i was actually looking at the list because I, I forget the names of some of them but uh the beef taco i forgot about beef taco beef taco is good um they got some new ones dude they got some new ones i, I have seen a couple new ones uh, the I like the tuna one, the lemon pepper tuna. I, the I tuna one's like good because you just get like sun kissed lemon pepper tuna. It's nice; you don't have to mess with it. it doesn't have to be heated. Those yep. are pretty good. And the tortillas yeah, was, are the tortillas you get with those are great because you don't want the bread at rasp. You don't want yeah. the those bread things because those are very hard to eat very quickly. Yeah, um, those are solid, dude. Yeah, you, I don't think that's bread. Like, you gotta drink water as you're trying to chew it. The anything with the quesadilla tortilla things are those are very helpful at Rasp and Cold Range. Yeah, I remember I remember now the Southwest style beef and black beans. That I was, was gonna say the one. chili one, the beef and black black bean one it was really good. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Uh the cheese tortellini, that was a good one too, dude. Just Ooh, I don't all like of them one. are pretty good. No, there's not very that's many. not true. So the omelet ones, anything that has egg is bad. Those are bad. Always yeah, so chicken, bad. Egg, noodles, the and vegetables, and pork sausage, sausage and gravy makes me throw up. Like I got that, I've gotten that before, and I can't eat it. I can't. Uh, that one's a, I cannot eat not that one. Best. It makes me vomit. It's disgusting. I literally, th- I, I throw it up. I didn't like that one in in uh, Ranger School, especially because it was the least amount of food. The it um smells so gross. <laughs> that was my least favorite one. Anyone, any of the ones that are breakfast, essentially, I didn't like. Um, yeah, those ones are not good. Let's see, vegetable crumbles with pasta. I don't think is that name. Actually, the veggie ones are all pretty good. So the ratatouille is pretty good. That one is pretty good. They're all pretty good. All the vegetable ones were pretty good. They throw in the nice sides, like if you like the candies. And it could, stuff, well, because you don't have any meat, so like you need to get the you get the like uh, athlete. The what are the bars called for strike bars? Oh yeah, for strike, strike bars. Yeah. Yep. You got the good ones, so that that's pretty good. We got way off on the tangent about MREs. So. <laughs> Dude, I could I could go on whole things about MREs. I actually enjoy MREs. Uh, I figured out how to do all sorts of. If you don't know how to work an MRE, then you might say, "Oh, this isn't that good." But if you know no, how to work it, no, 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 no. It's not about working the MRE. Not so much at Ranger School and RAS, but in other times, it's about working the people. To get the good stuff, you can make a couple of trades here and there. Then you get like good That's combinations true. of things put together. If you know how to trade, you can really make some awesome recipes. Like, yeah, um, all sorts of things you can do blow your mind. Um, yeah, maple pork sausage patty. Disgusting. That was the one. That was a, they were just it was so limited on food too. Um, it's like it's like has that gelatinous like. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, In that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, what is that, dude? Edmund, I'm gonna have to look into that. If they're, he's saying, he's saying that he's saying that people can look through your entire medical records. I have to look into that. I haven't, I haven't actually heard that. Yep. Things are always changing, so who knows? Um, uh, Benjamin Wu says thoughts on the enlistment bonuses. Low key seems too good to be completely true. All right, there's one thing that I'll say about bonuses is. You get taxed heavily on them, um, so keep that in mind. You're probably going to see about sixty-five percent of the money all told by the time you actually get your hands on it. Um, I also recommend if you sign up with a bonus, make sure that you do the work to get your bonus because there are things you have to do on the back end that don't just happen automatically, like all your other pay things. So you need to make sure you go get those bonuses because you can actually lose them um, and not get them because you didn't do what you were supposed to do when you uh, arrived to your unit. They should be handling all, all that in in-processing, but make sure you keep it in the back of your mind 
to make sure it gets done and to ask about it if it's not kind of if you're not presented with a chance to do it. Yeah, because it's not automatically done. You have to go. You have to go through some steps to get it. But you, I mean, it is you. You will get it if you're on top of it. Um, I'm reading, dude. They're they're offering up to 50k if uh, dudes sign up for six years. Um, 50k is pretty nice. Dude. Uh, pretty six nice. six years is a long time. That's six longer than Daniel long served. Time. Yeah, that is true, dude. I did. <clears throat> uh, but I would half. take that deal for sure. I wish I would have gotten paid fifty k. That's yeah. That's a great deal, dude. Um, uh, Josh Nick says I think I'm going TAC P. Any reason I should choose Regiment over TAC P? Um, no, not really. As you know, it's gonna be different. But if that's what you found was the most interesting to you, um. You know, there's there are they, there are differences, but I wouldn't necessarily say they would be um, those differences make one necessarily better than the other. Yeah. And we've talked about that before. It's definitely a different way of coming up. Um, oh, yeah. But the end result, I mean, the tech piece that were attached to us, dude, they were solid. They were solid. So yeah. Also, like really relaxed, was... seemed to really like their lives. <laughs> yeah. They definitely more relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, in a lot of ways, is kind of nicer to have around. Like, whenever I got put with uh, the Air Force dudes, like, so much smoother, dude. Everything was stress free. Yeah. Um, you're not going to get screamed at either. And they, they have in business. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just a different way to come up. So and they, then sometimes they still... they'll even protect you. Like if like as a young when I was a young FO, like our uh JTAC that was with us would sometimes just like shield us a little bit from our, our uh team chief who's also yeah. JTAC. So like he would just be he'd be like, Oh, come on, easy, easy on him, you know? Like thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, yep. sir. Thank you. Yeah. Um yeah, I've worked with some dudes that all all of them were great, but there's some dudes that I really like. Um, and they, again, professional, always handled the job, even under I, immense Extreme stress. Duress, yeah. Yeah. And they were, they were cool, calm, collected. Um, so I, I saw that typically more with, uh, Air Force dudes, the army dudes tend to be a little bit more high strong. Um, they still get the job done. It's just more high well, strong. Also the ones we worked with though, also got to come and work with us and they, they didn't ever see their boss. Like I had to go into work and see all my bosses every day. So it probably is a little less stressful when, when your boss yeah. is somewhere else. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yep. two, two different things. I guess it depends on, you know, because what I will say is if you do go the regiment route, you know, you're going to be a ranger when you're attack P you can get attached to anybody. I mean, so it depends on who you want to work That's, with. Okay. Well, so they actually have selection courses within their ranks to, to be able to be attached and stuff to some other uh, soft units. And if you don't do that, you, you'll just get put with uh, conventional army or conventional military units. Um, so you, you do have extra stuff. So it's already hard to become a tech P. I mean, so, but uh, where you get sent, there is a little bit of level of um, competition within there as well. Um, Lance says, how often do you ruck in regiment? Too much. <laughs> enough. Enough. Yeah. Um, honestly, know, not a lot though. In, 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 if you're thinking about it, like when do we just go on rucks? Never. But I always have my ruck on when we're doing all our training and we're doing, you know, nine click movements. So like I never woke up and did ruck marches for PT really. A handful of times. Um, and that was on the break between after the training cycle and stuff just to kind of get us, keep us into it. But most of the time you're rucking during your training. You're just, you're carrying all your things all the time during tra the training cycle. Yeah. Um, that's true. I mean, you're going to be carrying heavy stuff regardless of your kit. Uh, I get, it depends on your job. I mean, I would say, you know, Ford Observer has one of the heaviest kits i mean there's some there's some exceptions mortars carry around heavy stuff Camo um, is rough too Camo, yeah Camo's rough too um but a lot of a lot of radios and equipment and things so uh there is that um so you're just going to be carrying heavy stuff and there are training events where you do put a ruck on and they do like ranger school type stuff ranger school you're gonna have a ruck on all the time the rasp you you ruck a lot um 
you know, so Ruckin is very much part of the Ranger mission. But like you said, when you get to your unit, it's more of a leadership thing, like whatever your leader wants to do. Some leaders make their dudes ruck more. We didn't ruck that often uh, with our leaders, but still, like I said, when it comes to the the training, we always had something heavy on, and that was usually our body armor with all the equipment. Uh, Benjamin Wu says, thanks for pointing that out about bonuses. They also say up to 50K, so other notable bonuses are 9K, quick ship, 10K airborne school, and 20K ranger. That sounds more about in line with like usual signing bonuses. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they offer them here and there. If you plan to join, I mean, it's never a bad time to try to pick one of those up. Yeah. Duck Slayer says, I can see that beard coming in, Dan. Yeah, man. I'm actually, um, I'm struggling not to let it grow too fast. If I, I'm sucking it in, you know, I can agree with the first part that you're struggling, but everything after that, I'm not, I'm not sure about, (laughs) um, uh, Josh Nick says, yeah, the 17th STS is only attached to the 75th, but their selection is 24th selection about the tech piece and stuff. Yeah. So like I said, you will have a selection to, it, it all depends on where you go and how you get into each place to uh, figure out who you're attached to. Yep. Um, justice says, how many miles a week do you run and rasp? All of them. All, all the miles. Um, seriously a lot. You'll run a lot. Um, and both cardiac, hill, both cardiac hills are just brutal. Yeah. Um, they're going to, um, they're definitely going to break you off in the morning PT. I will say, even in phase two, as things, they don't do day that anymore. Day, what's that? They don't do the phase one, phase two thing like that anymore. Oh, it's all one now? Yeah. It just, it always sucks the whole eight weeks. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, so you have a – well, that was at least when I was there. They essentially – they have you in smaller groups in like a squad, so you have a cadre with you. So each cadre has to watch, you know, 10 to 12 of you. So you get a much higher level of like leering by the actual cadre because he's with you all the time. And then it's what they do for PT, sort of like they do it, like whatever leader wants to do. Uh, obviously, it's it's decided like overall what's going to happen. Like you're going to ruck today or you're going to run. Um, but they kind of do their own thing. Like I did one of my rucks was up and down Cardiac Hill for six miles. Like we'd never left Cardiac Hill. It was just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down for six miles. And so you'll run a lot. You'll run and ruck a lot for PT. Um, it's all PT is essentially like phase two PT where you they would just take you out and destroy you. Yeah, I was going to say, well, you, yeah, so when we were going through, the phase two was the day-to-day was a little bit more laxed as far as educational because um, you had already hit all your critical events, but the mornings were always just a smoke session. Um, take you out doing the cardiac hill sprints or body carries or, you know, your kit runs, ruck runs, all that stuff. So a lot of miles, I would say, I don't know, man, is all of them some miles you're running like well sometimes it, you're running in like the rto course miles. i ran 16 miles one morning for pt yep yep depends on who the dude i literally is. had to take an ice bath i couldn't i almost couldn't walk the next day i was struggling 16 miles is a far way to run in yeah, the morning before work that's over a half a marathon yeah it was rough um let's see got like one time for one more yeah, you're right. Uh, it's about to cut us off. We're going to get cut off. We might get cut off on the IG. Is there a good app to track my TLR workouts? Uh, that's a good one. You know, eventually it would be nice, me and James talked about this, to have something that we have, an app or something. You know, uh, I provide sheets with my workouts where you guys can track there, but I'm sure there's some good apps out there where you can log your workouts. Do you know of any? I, well, I use Google Sheets. Um, so I just put it into Google sheets and I do like each, um, you know, each week of the workout. And then I just log my, uh, weights in there so I can keep track of them when I do the next, uh, month or week. So I have like, uh, Monday tier one, and then I have all the four weeks of that month and then Monday tier two, and then all four weeks of that month. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll look more into that. Uh, Come ask me next live stream. I'll see if I got more answers for you. Uh, Cause that's, that's a good question. I'm sure there's a ton of good ones out there where you can log. Um, you can probably enter 
you know, your exercise and, and the different weights that you're doing and stuff like that. So you have it digitally on your phone. So I'll look more into that. All right. That's, I think we're going to have to call it. We've been up an hour. We're that's get, an hour. Whether you cut. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, be sure to check out trainlikearanger.com where you can find workout programs, nutrition programs, informational content, merchant apparel. And we have much more on the agenda to include uh, an ab annex uh, or a program really uh, coming out Monday, we're hoping. So Monday. I said Monday, so we're going to aim for Monday. <clears throat> so you got anything for him? Uh, no, have a good weekend, guys. All right, have a good weekend, guys.